0: talk some offense because joining us now on the harbor one hotline of course we talked to him last year we get the luxury of talking to him again this year it is patriots tight end hunter henry he is brought to us by shaw's and star market perfecting the art of fresh hunter henry good afternoon how are you sir
1: what's up guys doing well
0: well, I know that uh, last year I was not paired with Christian Fourier, former NFL tight end, uh, 13 glorious years in the National Football League for Fourier. And instead of a TED Talk, I feel like this is tight end talk now. This is the beginning. Smartest guys in the room. I was, uh, you know what, Hunter? Can we also <laughs> unpack this a little bit as well? So former uh, offensive line coach Dante Scarnecchia. Has uh, been kind enough to join us during the preseason. And Foyer has been banging away that the tight ends are the smartest guys on offense next to the quarterbacks because the quarterbacks have to retain a different level of information. I'm assuming I do not have to twist your arm to get you to co sign on that.
1: Oh, that's an easy that, That's easy. Of course, we are. I mean, obviously, like you said, I think quarterbacks probably the toughest challenge mentally just because they have to know everything, know, you know, everything, where everyone is, everything. you know, it's just it's a lot. But behind the quarterback, we we are definitely the smartest on the field for sure.
2: Yeah, think about it, Henry. Like, think about it. So, like, these these big chubby offensive linemen, they hear the snap count, and, all. Oh, they they go to the same spot every time. They just listen to the one thing, and that's probably the, you know, maybe the play or the runner pass, and then the snap count, and then their work is done. You're worried about motions, coverages. Are you blocking a big guy or little guy? Do you have to adjust to a hot read? I mean, nobody wants to admit it, but I feel like you need a pay raise. <laughs> I feel yeah, like they need we, to give you more uh, money.
1: We... <laughs> I mean, we do. Hey, look, if you look at it, man, we're basically doing the same thing as receivers in a lot of ways, and then at the same time, the next play we could be doing exactly what our offensive line is doing. So there, there's a big burden on our position for sure.
0: And Hunter, from uh, guys who watched it last year to this year, it feels like you guys are in a whole different place across the board from where you were this time last year to where you are now. If you could just kind of walk us through the feeling this year, Hunter, as you are, what, two weeks away from the beginning of the regular season uh, it looks different. It feels different. Is it the same to you in terms of how different things are on your side of the ball?
1: Yeah, things have been good. You know, we're, we're coming together as an offense, I think. I think this past week was big for us. Obviously, every time we have to go out and kind of execute new things um, as a Full offense is good, and then last week I think was a big week for us going against another team, the Packers, that have a a good defense, especially for us. Um, and being able to have two joint practices and then play the game, I mean, it was uh, I think it was a big challenge for us, and I think I think it was good for us too to just kind of come together. And it's been good, you know. Ob's done a done a great job of kind of keeping things, you know. Light but great, and we work hard. And um, he he's fun to be around, man. And it, it it's been it's definitely been been a good camp.
2: So Hunter, just looking at just uh, you know the the touchdowns that that you had in your in your first season here, nine touchdowns, eight as a rookie, and you've always been a a high volume I would say high volume uh touchdown opportunity tight end. What do you owe? Like, what do you equate that success to? Like, what is it? Just the play selection? Is it luck? Is it you know cleverness? Like, what? How do you kind of quantify, um, you know, uh, a high percentage of touchdown catches? Like, what goes into that?
1: Yeah, I think obviously play calling always kind of goes goes into it. So you you got to have those opportunities to be able to make those plays, but. I think also just through the years I've I've, I've learned a lot um, and I feel like I'm really ready going into games each week, especially in the red zone and just try to take advantage of coverages and looks that I get that might be favorable. And that can also, you know, equate to like our offense coordinator that week is just putting me in spots that give me matchups that I'm able to execute and win. So I think it goes hand in hand and you know, I I try to take try to win those matchups. You know, when you get a matchup that you feel like you should win, um, you, you know, you got to win it, and execute it. So, um, I've I've been lucky to have some good offense coordinators and some good you know good opportunities and play with some really good quarterbacks that kind of make my job easy too.
0: Hunter, I I also think the run game ties into tight end success as well. And there's so many people on the outside and fans where it's just. You know, throw it seventy times. That's the way the game has gone, and in reality, it hasn't gone that way. How important is a strong running game to the success of a tight end like yourself?
1: Oh, it's huge because play action, play action is our friend, man. I we're able to run the football. Play action should be your best friend and makes makes our job a lot easier in the passing game obviously there's times where you gotta just beat man coverage and you gotta beat a tough look um certain things but when you're able to run the football play action you know you can get out get out in your route a lot easier um and create a lot of matchups
2: hey um has um matt jones lightened up at all since his first year his rookie year I mean is he is he is he more laid back is he a little bit more easygoing is it is the stress of being like a rookie and then having a tough year last year has that made him more laid back or i guess more uptight
1: No uh, man Max I I think Max always been pretty laid back I mean he's an intense competitor man like y'all see him on Sundays and everything so obviously I mean we're all intense competitors and you know he's a guy that has plays with a lot of emotion too so I mean Y'all see that side of him, but outside of that, man, he's he's a very laid-back guy, and he's he's fun to be around, and works really hard, and he's he's a guy I love playing with.
0: Uh, when you look at you, Hunter Henry, what are some of the things that you worked on in the offseason? There were maybe some points of emphasis that you wanted to bring into camp this. <clears throat> excuse me, this year in terms of trying to improve yourself, Was there anything like that? I know the, the deeper you get into your career, the more nitpicky you can become on things to be able to make yourself better. How did you approach that this off season? Was it any different, if at all, for you?
1: Well, it my first, um, I, was a, I was able to be healthy like this whole off season. I wasn't coming off with surgery or an injury really, which was a blessing. Um, so, you know, I was able to attack the offseason in a good way, and really recover my body, which is nice. Um, really, I think every offseason I'm always trying to build strength, but also stay in, stay in good uh, condition and shape at, at all times, really. I think in the run game, just trying to improve footwork always. I mean, that's that's always the biggest thing. I mean, you go against some of these elite rushers and elite edge setters. I mean, it, it, you know, you got to be really – on your stuff with your footwork, with your hand placement. So I'm always trying to detail that out. And then in the past game, just trying to add, like, nuances in your routes, um, just different things that you can do to kind of set defenders up and change things up and, you know, get yourself open a lot more.
2: So talk about um, – I know Koseki is uh, – well, he's injured at the at the time, right, right now. But what about some of these other tight ends, Sokol? Who's kind of, you know, filling the gap until kaseki's come uh, the, until Kazeki Kaseki gets back.
1: Yeah, Soak has done a great job, man. Um I've actually been with Soak uh a long time. We've we've had some years. He was actually a rookie with me out in uh with the Chargers my uh, third or fourth year. So it uh we go way back, man, and uh, I've been kind of along the ride for his journey through, throughout, the, throughout the league for sure, and he, he's, done, he's done a great job this camp, man, filling the void and stepping up in different situations, making plays when the ball comes his way. I mean, he does everything that you ask, man, and he's a fun guy to have in our room for sure. He brings a lot of energy, and, it, you know, I'm, I'm happy for Stoke.
2: Have you guys like uh, tried to like uh, like a, have done the vertical test as far as who can jump the highest in your group? Because a lot, of, a lot is like you know, Kaseki's a former volleyball player. He can jump out of the gym. Like how 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 big is his vertical? I,
1: I don't I don't know. I guess you would have to go look at his numbers. <laughs> I don't really even know his numbers, but my man, he can definitely jump for sure. Uh, he can definitely jump higher than me. But um, so it's impressive.
0: Hunter, I'm curious from your end, you've been around a lot of offensive coordinators. What did you know about Bill O'Brien going into this year? And what is the guy, excuse me, that you have found on the field this year as the offensive coordinator? I'm curious for the what you knew, what you're finding and what's got you excited about Bill O'Brien.
1: I knew a little bit obviously because of what he did with um, being here previously. I just knew like a little bit, I didn't know much. And then I kind of saw it from afar, him being in Alabama, just being in the SEC and seeing Alabama play every once in a while, you know, just the success he had. So kind of knew that, but, you know, I think it's been, it's been great, man. Once, Once we got into the room, like as an offense, just being able to be around him, uh, he's he brings a lot of energy to our room and a lot of fire too. I think that uh, we all needed uh, someone to just kind of just fire everybody up and someone that we can rally around. And it, he's he's been he's been really good. Um, and it's been fun to kind of go out there and compete with him every single day on the practice field. And then even now, as games have started to come, it, it it's been fun to go out there with him.
0: All right, so uh, we always end up mentioning Arkansas with you last year, and I'd like to continue that tradition even though uh, Christian is is now with me. It's uh, Western Carolina on September 2nd, and then Kent State. Oh, my God, please tell me you're going to torture Julian Edelman as much as you possibly can with Kent State going into uh, Little Rock to take on your Arkansas squad.
1: Yeah, I think you know we got a chance. We'll see. Um, nice, some nice uh, warm, you know, cupcake games. Hopefully, early in the season, get the get the boys rolling. So uh, it'll hopefully we got we we got a good you know every year in the SEC is a tough year. So it, you know every every week's a battle. So hopefully those early games can kind of get get everybody going, get some confidence up, so we can have a good year. Yeah, and with Texas
0: and Oklahoma coming in, things are going to get a lot easier. I'm sure.
1: Yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully it balances out a little bit. Hopefully, we can change the schedule up a little bit. When you play Alabama and, and you play in the SEC West every year, and there you, go. You, you know it's it it's tough. Um, so hopefully, uh, I think they're getting rid of the divisions and stuff. So hopefully, uh, schedules will change a little bit. So year to year is a little bit different.
0: Are you all in on the changes in college football? Is it uh, has it been fun to watch, or is it just? Utter chaos in your mind because it does feel a little chaotic out there in the great wide world of uh, college football and the landscape.
1: You know it—it it really is. It's, it's chaotic for sure. I mean, I'm—I'm I'm super happy that kids are able to, you know, take advantage of making money um, off. Them, you know themselves with nil and stuff but man this transfer portal though i will say is is pretty wild um and has definitely changed the landscape of of football college football and uh so i I don't know exactly what they need to do but the transfer portal for sure i think has changed things in a way that can can be tough um so i I don't know It's, it's chaotic and then the conferences are changing so yeah, it's a it's a wild time of cultural bowl.
0: Yeah, it'll be. Uh, I'll I'll predict this. Whenever we uh, talk to Hunter, the week of uh, September 23rd, Arkansas will be three and getting ready to take on number five LSU. We'll be <laughs> able to to uh, dig in on that. Hunter, thanks again. Uh, we appreciate it. Looking forward to uh, talking with you throughout this 2023 season, and uh, we will uh, catch you next week. Thank you, friend. All right,
2: fellas, appreciate you.